Life is for living. Feel to your fullest. Challenge the challengers. Carve out your place. Faithful to friends. Relentless to foes. Loving to kith. Fulfilling your word. The Gaming Grunts present the Colomar Campaign for NeuroQuest 2 by Moon Design Publications. Okay, episode 16, Colomar Campaign. Last time you returned Wrath to Ernold Silva, got the third task, which was to rescue King Hofstering from the Lunar Hell. You got some gifts from Ernold Silva. Um, to Senessa, she gave a Hawthorne bow, which had some nifty abilities. To Ulfred, she gave the sword Wrath, which has some other nifty abilities. And I believe it was to Findath that she yeah. gave the hands of Hofstering, which were the hands that you stole from Prince Temertain. So those are actually King Hofstering's hands. You then... Went to the Johnstown Library and talked to Minerith Purple. You talked to lots of people. You got some handouts that explain that had some of the myths, myths, yes, of the yes, yes, of the underworld. And uh, so you have to figure it is. I think there's some figuring out to do. Figuring out of map, you know, the sort of this map, quote unquote, or the kind of steps you think, the obstacles you think you might encounter along the way. Whether or not any of you want to do a hero quest challenge to sort of wager your skill against someone else's skill in the underworld, I think it was. Uh, tell us more about that. Sounds like it could be fun. Um, in a hero quest challenge, you wager your an ability of yours mm-hmm. against an opponent who will use their own ability, and you have a magical contest, and the winner takes. Uh, t- basically takes the ability from the opponent. So if you win, you get that opponent's points. Well, the exact mechanics are, are, are a little, are, I don't remember offhand, but you, you basically increase your skill at the expense of their skill. And if you lose, you lose your skill and your opponent gains. So you don't basically steal their ability. You just increase you, your abilities. You Well, I mean, you do take, you still your, opponent, your opponent loses points in their ability, the ability that they wagered, and you gain some points in the ability you wagered. Yeah. So you don't actually take their ability, though. That's right. Not exactly, yeah. no. But you take the you take point, you know, so like 10 their points. ability to do that ability. Yeah. Yeah, the meta ability. And who, like, who would we be doing this against? Theoretically, you could do it against anyone, but I think the idea is you do it against, you know, one of the major bad guys. Oh. Uh, luck. <laughs> <laughs> have to decide now okay. necessarily but you but you may want to think but if you do want to do, if you think you're going to want to do that then you'll want to do some preparation ahead of time in character mm-hmm. you'll need like a like a ceremonial item of some sort to hold to ceremonially or uh, um, uh, what's the word um, a as a symbol to symbolically hold this is my this represents my ability to do x and then if you win, you know, if you lose, obviously that will, you'll probably, you know, that'll be horribly disfigured and you'll lose, or you'll lose it or something. But if you win, 
then that will become magically better, and it will it will also mirror your greater ability and your particular skill. So, like, if it was a beard, if it was Finnath's beard, for instance, you might have a doll, you know, you might make a small little doll with a symbolic beard on it. <laughs> a talisman of some sort. Yeah, well, not, not like a voodoo doll. It's just a, it's a symbolic representation. An icon. <laughs> or like, you know, if it, if it was, if it was Star Dandy's, you know, make anything a weapon, it'd be a roll of duct tape or something. <laughs> <laughs> Which, which doesn't exist, but yeah, yeah, the equivalent of power elsewhere. That's right. <laughs> um, I think I might actually go for the hero quest challenge yes. for your beard. Mm, for a hammer and cudgel fighting. Hammer and cudgel. Okay. Right. Which makes for a pretty convenient symbol: a hammer or cudgel. But it, yeah, it's, yeah, a small, a small one. Okay. Little Mjolnir necklace. Um, one other thing you're going to probably want to get is the clan's magic uh, support in magic. Mm-hmm. That would be a very, very good thing to do, to have. Mm-hmm. And actually, uh, you will need clan support. If you should, so you're planning to take Ernaldus' path, is that the idea? I thought so. Okay, so, yeah. so then you will need um, the clan's support to basically help you get to Ernaldus' loom house. And the, the idea then is the hero quest will take place in the sacred time, so you have plenty of time this year. We'll just jump forward if we need to. When you, when you say support, do you mean like war or just, just magic? Or just all the resources? Just, ma- just magic, basically. Just magic, okay. Because, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, wealth and war and peace may not be very helpful in the underworld. Morale actually could be helpful, but probably magic is what you want. Okay. So I was going to say, uh, what about uh, like striking fear into whoever I strike, like maybe take them out of a turn. Would that be possible? Yeah, to get like an unopposed strike in a, in a, in a contest. Sure, I'll give you that. No, I mean like for the, the ability for Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's okay. good. I'll okay. give you that. Okay, that's good. So, so, so talk, though. Um, like fr- uh, frozen in fear, freeze, okay. a, freeze opponents. Or <coughs> strike the fear, headlights. I guess. Strike fear into opponent, yeah. Okay. And then, like in parentheses, put for one round, just so we remember. Mm-hmm. We remember what what that means. Okay. Um, so, Sinessa, what are the two abilities, extra abilities that the Hawthorne Bow has? Uh, let's see. There's the flowers are going to glow in the light when we turn them on, okay. or when I ask them to come on, and they'll go off when we watch them off. Okay. And um, it'll produce healing fruit. Okay. So that'll help. You know, what, if you get into an extended contest, mm-hmm. then afterwards it'll help. It'll do some automatic healing. And then Ulfred Rav has was, uh, uh, life steal and uh, strike fear into opponent for one round. Okay. So basically, that'll help. That'll help the injury again. It's sort of after a contest yeah. that'll a- adjust the injury levels. Okay. Which will rep- so that'll that'll represent what happened during the fight. Okay. Yes, it's not like Stormbringer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, who is going to try to get the clan's magical? Or support in general. How does that roll work? You roll for eight. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it would le- just yeah. Mastery. Uh, well, no, no, no. The, you, well, once you get the support, you would have the, okay. you would have that eleven mastery to use when needed. Yeah. So what do we what are we rolling against though? Um, well, you're going to be using probably your love of your member of the Ormoth clan with okay. whatever augments you can think about. There's a, oh, okay. there's a few plot related ones that you have too. 
Um, the clan, the, and it's rolling against, you know, against my roll. So there's no um, benefit from one person to the other except luck. Uh, well, there are maybe some. I mean, it probably makes more sense for Findath to do it because okay. he's the one. Okay. Well, or Sinessa, actually, either one, um, because they're the ones that are going to be most. Okay. Of the of the party, they are the most intimately tied with what's going on. Okay. Sorry, the other three of you. Yeah. So, do you want to roll or shall I? You should roll. Okay. <laughs> hey, hold on. We got to. Okay. So, um, so there's some some augments that are going on. Basically, the clan. I mean, so the clan is very very concerned about supporting you on a big on this kind of hero quest. This is the kind of the, the deepest level hero quest where you're physically going to the underworld, and so they are nervous about lending you support because. By doing that, your successes are reflected in their resources. So, if you do great and succeed and come back, you know, just absolutely fine, then the client benefits. But if you fail, then they will suffer. So, what do you what do you think? What what are some arguments that you think would be helpful or abilities or whatever that might be? useful, do you think, in convincing the clan? Well, for one thing, we've already gone on uh, two quests and have emerged relatively unscathed. <laughs> relatively? <laughs> well, Didn't we completed them. <laughs> <laughs> got wrath. Got the arms of Olfernays there. Falcon's Alder. Pop and Pepper. Pop and Pepper, yes. So, I Two. That's true, yes. Can I just give him the sword and have them, them strike fear into all the everyone? <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you, well, you can try doing that, but you've got the whole, I mean, it's only yeah. against one person, really. Well, we've got a while. We can go around house to house. <laughs> Here, see this sword? Didn't it strike fear into you? Fear into your heart? Um, well, they'll get all of our stuff if we die. <laughs> Well, they already own all your stuff anyway, sort of. <laughs> sort of. Um, is it safe to mention the fact that one of us, uh, that one of the tattooed people was the heir to Sardar, and that this could potentially help us overthrow the lunar people? So ultimately, we have a bigger goal here. Or do they not care so much? About <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you what do you all think? Uh, do they? Um, I I would. Let's see. How did we deal with the? Oh. We're still biding our time with this lunar conquest thing, so I I would downplay the hey we could uh, overthrow the lunars bit. Well, okay. I mean, so in a sense that that sort of ties back with what is the objective? I mean, beside you know, okay, you're rescuing the the king, but is that all that you're doing? Is that and it, you're doing it? Are you doing it because Ernel Silva said that's the condition for marrying her, or are you trying to you know? Are you trying to gain to do this to, for as a benefit to the community well, as, as a whole? Um, their descendants will sing of uh, our our clan's heroics and bravery for generations to come. Well, yes, but that doesn't put food on the table. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're for, for instance, clan, you know, and, uh, all we, for honor, honor for all. And if we bring back the. Um, bring back the dead king, 
then um, maybe that's one step closer to overthrowing the Lunars. That's a thought. Rescuing the king would certainly be great for great propaganda. Yeah. Even so, like, hey, rally, we can, we can do this and let's get rid of the bastards. Okay, that certainly is a valid argument. Um, is there any particular reward in addition to simply fulfilling the task? I mean, are you hoping that... I mean, King Hofstering has, has an, or had, whatever. I guess he still has them, um, sort of. Um, several interesting abilities. Do you want to try to return, or, you know, do you want him to, or do you want any of his abilities for yourself or for the community? What kind of abilities did he have? Well, his, name, jump jump really his name is Tree Leaper, so he, he, he can leap over, you know, he has le- left over fully grown trees. He also has a, uh, a spear that can, or had a spear that can fight on its own. So, I mean, if you want those abilities for yourself, that's, you know, a valid um, objective. If you want simply, like, you know, his blessing for the, again, I, I, what I'm aiming at is, are you, are, you know, are your goals more personal, or are they more community, or are they kind of mix, a mixture of both? And if so, what are the things you want for yourself, and what are the things you want for the community? Morale against, you know, propaganda against the leaders, that's no problem. That's a perfectly valid thing. That's certainly benefiting the community. Um, Could we ask one of the, um, one of the folks we find in the underworld what the tattoo means and who's who like find an ancestor it's possible you could okay. yeah you didn't, you, yeah yeah uh you didn't specifically ask him or purple about that you we can didn't you, ask you, him about you it. can later i mean yeah. if you have the rest of this year to do that um certainly uh asking for his blessing for our clan and uh being in good graces with uh this you know valiant king would would be a nice thing to have. Okay. All right. Anything else? We want to do it. <laughs> can we? Can we all ask for a, ability from him, or is it only like? I mean, should only Findath be the one to ask him since he's on the quest? We're just like helpers, right? Theoretically, any. I mean, you know, any of you could do that, although because it's Arnaldus Pass, Sinessa will be the primary focus. But that doesn't mean that you know that doesn't mean that only <laughs> she it's Arnaldus Pass. You are you oh, are, I know. You, I are just realized she, what that meant. you are you are you are going to be Arnaldo on this, on this hero <laughs> Okay. Um, but no, anyone anyone could benefit from the vic- from a victory. The victory. And his spear that fights on its own, does mm-hmm. it have to be a spear, or can it be any weapon? Um, that's a good question. It probably could be any weapon, but I mean, well, uh, you, you know, well, what what do you fight with? I don't think you. Have I any have specific... two axe fighting, so I can have one of my axes fight on their own. Yeah, that's you have a specific two axe fighting. Okay. Yeah, it's a breakout routine. Okay, under the same. So that's what I would want. But you're still kick ass at Thane, ordinarily, right? Yes. So you so you could have the spear that fights on its own using your Thane ability. Would it matter? Could I could I make it any weapon that I have? You probably could. It'd be I mean, it would be myth, more mythologically similar, closer to be a spear, but spear an axe and a spear are pretty close. They you know, they're pointy at one end and they get a long half. <laughs> Used to kill people. They're, they're sharp at one end and you you hold on to one end and you hit somebody with the other end. But the the motions are very different. <laughs> well, I would, I would. Uh, <coughs> it's in, it's all in how you use it. 
in, in solar system terms, they're very, very similar. Right. Also very close together. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I would like to have that ability for myself. Um, that is also something, uh, okay, yes, all right, yeah, that's good. Right, so, um, what are the, some of the abilities you, do you have any specific abilities, any of you, that you think would, could be useful in influencing the clan to, to vote in your favor? I don't suppose member of oral mouth of the clan. That's going to be, that's going to be your main, the main ability you use. Okay, yeah. To gain the clan support. Um, so things that to augment that. My Orlanti ruined that. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was thinking more like, well, I mean, like, for instance, your love or solo would be one. Sinesta's okay. singing would yeah. certainly be another. Really? Okay. Yeah, composing, you know, composing a great you okay. know, song. And song and song and dance. Like, like you know, here's, here's the poem that we could, or the song that we could use after we succeed. Not if we succeed, after we succeed. <laughs> what about I, my archer ability to show how our chances are to, you know, see this? <laughs> <laughs> we perform feats of strength. Yeah. Um, that's a bit of a stretch, but I'll let you use it. Yeah, Maybe I will. <laughs> Maybe you won't. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Someone toss an apple in the air. I'll blindfold them. But... <laughs> <laughs> if you can blindfold an apple while it's still on the air. <laughs> 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 the apple never saw it coming. <laughs> no, what you really do to impress people is blindfold a potato. Yeah, it's, it's got, got so many eyes. eyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's easy, you just put it in a paper bag. <laughs> Okay, so it sounds like singing and love Ernal Silva. Go, so go ahead and each of you make a roll. Against my love of Ernal Silva? Right. Okay. I succeed with an 11. Succeed with a 7. Okay, that's good. I succeed with an 11. A 10. A 10, okay. Uh, so that gives you an additional 12 points. Um, you've got Wrath and the Hawthorne Bow, so that's probably worth another 6. So that's an extra eighteen total. Oh, Anyone else? Sorry. Oh, what was that? This is just just trying to uh, trying to help Findath and Sinessa, Actually, Findath probably Findath to convince the clan oh, okay. to lend you their support, both to both to do the ritual at Sacred Time to let you into Ernaldo's Loom House, okay, and to, to let you use the clan's magic resource when you you know when you need to. Okay. I'm going to try a feat of skill. Okay. I'm going to blindfold myself. Use my uh, archer's ability, which is a breakout of mercenary okay. twenty-one. Right. And I am going to split the apple and catch one side in my mouth. I was going to say you split the atom for a second. What <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're going to throw an apple up? Throw an apple up. <laughs> while blindfolded. While blindfolded. Hit it with an arrow <laughs> and, ca- an arrow and, catch, and half. catch half. Okay. And your skill is one mastery. Yeah. Okay, uh, hold on, I gotta, I gotta calculate this one. <laughs> I have to look. I've only done this once before. Successfully? How many times successfully? I lost one tooth. This time I'm I'm gonna call this at 
least a very high. So that's going to be a seven mastery against you. So you have one mastery? Yes. I have seven mastery. So it's one versus seven. The, the masteries cancel out. I succeed with a six. Okay. So I split the apple. <laughs> yeah, and then they both fall on your head. That's close. You did. You did split the apple, but you didn't do exactly what you said you. Let me have again. <laughs> uh, this time, what? Try again differently. <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying uh, it was close. It was close, but unfortunately, the clan was not suitably impressed enough to alter their opinion. Really? A tough crowd here. Yes, it is. Because it's the clan's magic. It's the clan's... This is the whole clan. Is, is You're asking the whole clan to put to put their well-being in your hands, and you just tried to split an apple blindfolded. And I know I did. But you didn't catch it. Yes, catching things in your mouth is actually going to be like the vital skill in the underworld. Okay. That's all going to come down to. I so want to ask the clan how many of you can do that. 13, 13 miles per gallon, according to that uh, post. <laughs> okay, so uh, it's a plus 18 to your... 17, so that adds up to 35, so it's a 15 mastery. 15 mastery, and it's going to be a... Hold on, it's going to be a 7 mastery against you. So it's 15 versus 7. All right. Okay. I fail with a 13. I succeed with a 13. Okay. Uh, so, th- okay. Uh, so, actually, that's a that's a that's a, uh, a minor victory. All right. So you you despite well, yeah. Start okay. That, you didn't catch it, but he did split it. So that was still pretty good. <laughs> Plus your your clear love of Vernal Silva, a good a good song that Sinesta sang, and just in general, you know, the fact that you've got this battle that can do neat things, and the sword that, and the sword of Indro, you've got the sword of your enemies basically as a trophy for Vernal Silva. Um, so the clan says they agree to uh, to perform the ritual at sacred time, and they will let you use uh, the clan's magic. Okay, so that is embodied that that's embodied in this thing called the clan viter w y t e r. Didn't worry about it. Yeah, but it's uh, what they will do is hand you. Actually, uh, who's going to carry it? By the way, they're going to want. They're going to want to know. Carry the what? Who's going to Who's going to carry the clan's magic? I pull Argrath on his mules. The mules come. That probably would not be a good idea. How do you carry yeah. magic? They're going to put it in the thing. They're going to. They're going to put. They're going to embody the magic in oh, an I item. See. Okay. And, and okay. so what? It, okay. The, the the clan because you are the woodpecker clan. It's a staff that's got a car a wooden staff that's got a woodpecker carved on the top. Okay. The clan the clan puts the magic. Well, not right now, but they will put the magic into the staff, and someone will carry the staff. So who's that going to be? Yes. You've got the bow. The oh, I have the bow. That's right. Um, I Maybe. think Argrath, but... Yeah, because he doesn't... He's not a weapon wielder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not going to get in the way of anything. He probably has deep pockets, too. I mean, he's a merchant. It's true. You put, six foot long you put in your beard. <laughs> <laughs> in your beard. <laughs> Clutch it in his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so Argraph Argraph will carry the the spear uh, the, the staff. Okay. So, 
have you assemble or you, you probably should think about assembling a list of the steps of the, 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 the obstacles you think you're going to need to overcome just you know so you can prepare and start not necessarily doing research in the game but in character you characters would be doing all sorts of research about how do I how if, if I come to this obstacle how am I supposed to pass it what's the what's the right way to pass it so does anyone want to start a list oh I forgot that thing what you think will happen. Let me go grab that. Okay. Whatever happened to Killer Bramwood? Eh, he's just kind of hanging out. Okay. He delivered the sword with him. Yeah, there. I had is our our bodies are actually going not so yes. like our bodies aren't going to be stuck in the in the ritual space. No, then you're okay. actually going to the underworld. Okay, physically transporting yourself. Physically, okay. No needo chair in the hovercraft, put thing in the back of the neck, and well, you don't know that yet, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Might be. Person sitting at the computer console monitoring the underworld to make sure. Uh, we are probably going to get judged by Darhuden. Have to make an appointment. There's first our procession, right? I'm assuming that we would get on the other side of the mirror that they talk about first. That's a good question. Otherwise, we're going to drift around for seven days. Seems to me we're going to need rope or uh, levitation or some sort. Well, ropes you can certainly bring with you. Levitation, no, none of you have any of that kind of magic at all. Now, although the clan, the clan magic may have that sort of stuff. The 
long walk where no one talks, that's going to suck. <laughs> Bring an iPod. Oh, man. You can actually make it for a day or two without talking to anybody if you really try. That's really, really hard. It is, but... <laughs> I mean, really, really hard. Well. For me, it would be really, really hard. <laughs> I've, I've actually done it. I did it once. <laughs> Order of the arrow for weekend. I did that too for you. Order the arrow. <laughs> Scouts. You get a badge at the end, right? Yeah. One of the things that are likely to be Probably are going to yeah, go through the silent trek down to the Bridge of Bone. That seems likely. Which crosses the River of Swords, I believe. Let's not perjure ourselves on the Bridge of Bones. Let's That's a good place to be quiet. Uh, you, know, <laughs> you know, if you can't say something nice about somebody... Don't say nothing at all. <laughs> Somebody just put tape over our grass mouth, please. We'll muzzle him. What are the ghosts of Bruise? Bruise are horrible chaos creatures. They're they're goat like in shape. Goats are pretty horrible. <laughs> yes, goats are horrible. Yes. yes they they are. all kinds of things. And they smell. They, they smell have weird eyes. And they turn their heads upside down when they look at you. Which is I've always never seen that, but that sounds so creepy. Well, practically upside down, not totally well, yeah, upside like down. It. But they have like this really malleable neck, and they can just do crazy things with it. <laughs> like how owls turn their head almost... Almost all the way around. Yeah, so they are like standing on cows, too. Mm-hmm. Owls are goats. Really? <laughs> if the cow will let them, they will do it. <laughs> Those evil goats. <laughs> These are, bruise are evil goats. <laughs> uh, to bring some evil carrots. <laughs> <laughs> evil anything, really. They'll chew on it. It's <laughs> It'll be interesting that, you know, once we get to the point where we're judged... Will they let us all go together? You know what I mean? Right, we're all going to like, well, you can go. That way, you go this way.
assigns the dead appropriate places in the underworld for their deeds. Mm-hmm. So to prep for this, let's spend like 30, maybe 40 years all doing exactly the same thing. <laughs> so then we go to the same place. So here, each of the companions had a special place where they alone need a secret to succeed at something. Mm -hmm. That's the librarian's class. If they had not shared the secret, they would have failed. Mm -hmm. I'll also recall what uh, Ernel Silva said, that um, her father is in a uh, is in a bottomless pit that lies far beneath far beneath the court of the dead, and is guarded by monsters and demons. It is the deepest, darkest part of the underworld. He is without his hands, and so cannot escape this lunar pit. Well, we're bringing up his hands. Set. Well, he's got these hands. I mean, the originals, you know, not quite mint condition, but they are first run production, so. And they're nice bag. Um, so, yeah, we're going to have to find our way probably to the Hall of the Dead which I gather is a kind of a hall thingy. Yeah, giant hall. Where dead are. Mm-hmm. Where the dead are judged. Oh. Right? Isn't that judge of the dead, court of silence? The court of silence is in the hall of the dead? Oh, well, that is convenient. Yeah, they'll just open a hole and drop us in. Right? It's, you know... It's pretty simple, man. No problem. I might bring some wax to plug up my ears. I'm sure there would be scary things to hear. I'd rather just listen to my inner voice. <laughs> Your inner voice might tell you something useful. either going to go deal with the ferryman or we're going to deal with Janak, who does not like perjurers. But I think we take between the two. We don't have to deal with both of them. Um, I think we can be pretty honest. Well, it's either that or have Argrath deal with... Ooh, Argrath could go on a separate path and we'll just meet up with him later. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. That sounds fantastic. <laughs> of course, he's carrying the clan magic, or at least at the moment, you're planning for him to carry the clan magical stuff. Exactly. You know, it's you know he can just Deep go off. off in his own way, completely unprotected, by himself, with all the clan's magic, 
across the River of Swords. What could go wrong? Right. <laughs> uh, one way or another, we are going to wind up at Darhutens in the Court of Silence. Send us to the uh, the pit where uh, Hofstaring is being tortured. Possibly. I mean, he ju- he judges you, so he sends you to where you're sp- where you deserve to go. Hmm. Can argue with that? I guess. I mean, he's going to know our intent. We'll be honest, we will say, look, you know, we're not dead yet. Eventually we will die, and you'll get another shot at us. <laughs> oh, we will be back. Yep. Look, we're, we're just passing through on this trip. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you've gotten yourself, at least you think, into the, to the, the lunar pit, and then from there you really have no idea where where you're supposed to go. Because none of your stories tell you anything about the lunar hells. Just, you know, walk around shouting, Hofstaring! Hofstaring! Reservation for Hofstaring, party of two. Here, boy! So it's kind of a mix, then, of two mythologies, then. Yes, it is. Right, so then, first we're going through our mythology, and then we're going to drop over into the lunar one, which we really don't have much idea. That's right. Okay. Yep. I just wanted to... I'm not even sure how to prepare for this. Most of the stuff, it just seems so abstract. Yeah. <laughs> well, essentially, you're traveling through the mythology. So, so now it becomes more, not symbolic per se, but um, where previously you kind of chose where you wanted to go. You know, you had an objective and you could say, well, we'll just do, we'll do this. We'll try this. We'll do, we'll do whatever we want to do. Now you are essentially recapitulating you're, you're following the paths that have already been taken. Yeah. So you need to know, well, what is the right thing to do? You're essentially taking on the role of, you know, like all the stories, of like, you know, you're, you're, now, you're, you're now the story. You ha- your job is now to be an actor in, this, in, the, in our world. <laughs> you're now playing the role of the story. Okay. So, so if we were going to the witch's house... We have to make sure to leave breadcrumbs like Hansel and Gretel to get back. That's right. And if you forgot to do that, right. you would be changing the story, which would be... A bad thing. A very bad thing. Because maybe you could escape from the oven, but now you have no breadcrumbs, so she catches you again and, eats, and then cooks you and eats you. Okay. So, okay. Or you leave behind, you know, pieces of paper instead, and the wind blows them away. <laughs> or you leave cookies instead of bread... And squirrels eat it. Okay. So, so you have to know exactly what well, the story is. Okay. You have to do. You, you essentially the way to the way to succeed is to do everything that was done, even if that was a very very bad thing for the protagonist. Oh, great! 
<laughs> okay. Well, like, for, in, for instance, <laughs> cut off your left hand. You, you, Stargani, will understand the story, uh, one of the stories, um, of a similar fire deity. Okay, you're, you're, you, you belong, you worship Elmal, who is the Orlanthi sun, the Orlanthi sun god, so to speak. You will, you would know that in the, the solar related mythologies as opposed to the storm related mythologies, there are stories of the son of the sun who, once his father, the sun, was killed and went to hell, tried to keep the flame alive, but basically got, let's see, he was, he had, he faced Orlanth and lost stuff, he faced the king of the trolls, lost stuff, he faced the goddess of the ice and was frozen and buried, but he persevered and he survived until his father came back, and for that he got powers. So you would essentially have to, you know, if you were to try to emulate that same, you know, do that same hero quest, you would expect to be beaten by Orland and have your, all your bones broken by Kyger Leader, or no, sorry, Zaraxaran, your fire powers taken. You'd expect to be frozen stiff by Inora, the ice goddess. Oh, <coughs> and so you'd expect the chaos maggots and parasites to come and try to eat your soul. Identify the protagonist in each area and mock them. No, not mock them. Well, oh, sorry. Mind them. <laughs> mimic them. Uh, mimic, yes. Mimic is the right uh, word. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I meant yes. the same thing. Yes. Okay. So. Well, so we. So I just read here that we can talk on the path of silence if we eat bloody sacrifices. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, if you what? We, <laughs> we consume sacrifice cows and stuff. Oh, what does it say now? Like speaking to the dead. Speaking to Ah, unless they can... Right, yes. So, <clears throat> we don't have to worry about not, ha- uh, not being able to speak. Um. <laughs> <laughs> which, if, we which have, ha- if we happen to have, you know, like, four sacred Anne Martin black cows and one black fleeced ram... I mean... Well, we could do that ahead of time. Yeah, I mean, does it, have, does it have to be those specific cows? I mean, can we just sacrifice a cow? Um, we should at least look on eBay or Craigslist or something to see if we can get the, the right cows. <laughs> um, right, I mean, it would be nice to have. Like, it's just a event, pocket, eventually, you, know? you can talk to Minerva Purple again. I mean, you, you know, so you, I mean, assuming that you're going to wait until sacred time to do this, which the, the clan is telling you to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I mean, it would be Minerva will say yes. It's best to have that, but if not, then certainly something similar to that. <laughs> so, you know, a ca- you know, cows and a ram. Black cow and black ram. Mm-hmm. So if you want to prepare that kind of sacrifice, you certainly may do so. If you want to talk to the dead. Minerus said, said, I mean, that's what, that's basically what he did. Mm-hmm. That's why Minerus went to the underworld. He wanted to talk to the dead. And that would be a very good idea. Yes, we can find out a lot more information from the dead people. Yes, the dead people. <gasps> and they're all over the place. They're <laughs> all around me. Do you think about how many people have actually died? 
In what context? Just life has, yeah, 100,000 years or so. Like, <laughs> ever? Exactly. <laughs> Everyone that has ever died. Exactly. <laughs> well, but most of them, most of the, in Glorantham context, most of, most of them have already gone to where they're supposed to go. So it's not like, yeah, the, the path of silence is like, um, not even like limbo. It's, it's, it's essentially a cue. It's the most recently dead. So the ones that get pushed off the, or not pushed, the ones that reach the head of the queue get sent to heaven or hell, so to speak. So we don't know, like, where we're going to, do we, do we have Arnalda's um, story? Do we know that, how she got in there? Because I'm reading here, there seems like there's a few ways to get to the Court of Silence. Mm-hmm. Do we know what path that she actually took? She just magically sank down into the... Right, as a part of the sleep. Yeah. Yeah. But where'd she end up when she just sank into the underworld? I'm sorry, where did she... End up. I mean, well, her myth was basically that she died, but then she also then... That that caused Orlanth to then go on his long quest. So she went the normal way, like through the mirror of the Icy Mountain path, silence? Uh, Well, she was a god. So she didn't quite die the same way. But, yeah, I mean, y- your priest will say, yes, it is It is a little bit inconsistent that, in a sense, you are both following Arnaldo's path and you're also following the path of the dead. So you're kind of mixing the myths at that point. You are embodying Arnaldo, but also following the known path of, well, if, when you die, where do you go? Okay, so we are, we, so we're definitely going that way. Yes. guessing that the empty mountain or the pit of the Kalta is what we'll have to put up with once we uh, once we find ourselves in the, the pit the great bottomless source of all pain or whatever but isn't it a different underworld or that the, the lunar pit is in a different it's not even in this place isn't it different underworld? That, that was what I understood. So none of these places here described would actually be the pit where Hostering is. Minerith is uncertain. He's not, I mean, he does suggest though that uh, the Lunars embody, the Lunars um, try to use the powers of chaos. Oh, I see. Or control the powers of chaos. So he thinks that it's possible that the, the pit that's, that is being talked about could be the same pit but he has no confirmation. He has no way. Of, he does not know whether or not that's true or not. But it certainly makes sense. We 
take along ordinary type supplies that we would need. Absolutely. For a, a regular. Sure. No problem. Kind of. Yep. Track. Yep. You know, jerky, dry fruit. Yep. Comfortable shoes. Plenty of clean socks and underwear. That's right. Mm. <laughs> we'll need lots of those, I'm sure. <laughs> Double ply toilet paper. into the, the court. I'm not quite sure what would happen after that. Do we somehow somehow you have to get to the pit, the lunar pit. And at that, yeah, at that point your your clan knowledge and Minerus knowledge is uncertain. Because that's where you're jumping mythologies. You're jumping from the mythology you know to the mythology that you don't know. Minerus says that's always the most dangerous when you don't know what you're supposed to do. But perhaps there will be guard, gu- uh, sorry, guards, guides on along the way. Okay. And if all else fails, can ask cast the bones and <laughs> just do something, right? No, not no. Sometimes doing nothing is the right thing. How do you roll against doing nothing? You cast the bones and read the bones. The bones oh. tell you to do nothing. Oh. So I guess so. If, if I understand right, then one of the things that to have in mind is for our silent track, we need to be quiet. And then once we get to the bridge of bones, we know we're not supposed to perjure ourselves as we go over it. Um, and then just call it, kind of follow the cue into where we're judged, and they, the gods decide, or oh, we pass or fail. This guy, yeah, dark Uden. But we can speak if we and if we can't eat the cows, right? You can speak to the dead. You can speak on the path of silence. Well, or maybe the dead cannot speak. That's what the sacrifice was for. Mm-hmm. So maybe you need it. To, so we need to feed them the cow meat. That's so what. That's what Minerith. Yes, right. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I Minerith will say I was able to speak because I wasn't truly dead. Mm-hmm. I see. But they they cannot talk. speak without unless they are given the sacrifice. So we have to make sure we bring plenty of pieces of dead cow. <laughs> Good idea. <laughs> Especially when I'm talking back to us. <laughs> Sacrifices for the dead. Like, please do not feed the bears. <laughs> please feed the dead. <laughs> <clears throat> so, is there anything else you want to do or research or look up before... I still don't understand what we're supposed to do for the, the secret, whatever, to succeed at something. I'm not sure what, what that means. That's not really relevant to us because that's a Lightbringer class, right? Oh. Isn't that? Oh, okay. We're not doing that one. That's oh, yeah, true. No, you are. I'm not yeah. sure. Like, so, so, which ones are like are are we doing that? Confused now. Well, the lo- that section, the long descent, is talking about what Orlans did. Oh, okay. When he went down to the. Uh, to the underworld to try to get Yelm back. So which one uh, applies to us? Is it just the Core of Silence? Well, it's unclear exactly. I mean, it's more, well, the Long Descent one probably doesn't occur to you. Or occur, uh, sorry, uh, doesn't apply to you. Oh, okay. That doesn't mean, 
So in other words, I'm not, I'm not going to tell you which ones apply to you, but you can certainly make judgments as to which ones probably don't apply to you. Okay. And, that's, and I'll just tell you that's one that probably doesn't apply to you. Okay. Yeah, you don't, wanna, you don't really want to meet Kaldar and Sinjota. Well, you might have to if you went the Orhan's way. Mm-hmm. So, anything else? We have to figure out how we can get Darhudin to send us to approach <coughs> right? I think our best luck will have let him judge us. You know, on all the actions, all the things that we've done up until now. Because I suspect if we try to convince him that it won't, wouldn't work out well for us. Probably not. Because he knows all about us anyway. The only thing I can think of that might be a bad thing is that we stole hands. Technically. Technically, yeah. But we were but commanded. Do the, but the, do the ends justify the means? <coughs> That's the only question I'm not mm-hmm. sure about. And it was from the Lunars. It okay. wasn't from our own clan. Okay. <coughs> but it, it gets fuzzy. And then the morale gets fuzzy. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Morality, I don't know. <coughs> Ranks are always a complex subject. So, should we jump ahead to the sacred time? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. So, the rest <laughs> of the hours we can prepare I think for we it. should procrastinate some more. <laughs> the, the rest of the year passes in, in, in the seem, seemingly in the blink of an eye. So, uh, for the sacred time, the sacred time comes, and the first day of sacred time is called Together Day. That celebrates Orlando and Ronaldo. It begins. It begins joyously with unmarried. No. No, it, it begins joyously with unmarried worshippers praising married couples, giving gifts of bread, wine, bright clothing, and copper and silver ornaments. As the day passes, they spend more time apart. So, at this point, uh, by dusk, the women are gone, just as Orlando left Orlando during the darkness. So, <coughs> ceremonially speaking, <coughs> the the non-initiates are all, again, they're all kind of watching what's going on. Um, and because, Sinessa, you are embodying Arnalda in this quest as to represent the fact that Arnalda leaves Orlanth, you are dressed or dressed up in funeral clothing. So this is stuff that you would wear when you... When, this is stuff that you will wear when you die. Okay. Uh, well, it's a corner case. <laughs> if you're lost in the underworld, you won't come back to life. You won't. But in any case... <coughs> It, uh, yes, when, when everyone else dies, this is, what, or this is what they will wear. So the priests and the god-talkers will say, you know, when you get to, when you pass through to the other side, you, the rest of you who are her companions, need to take Arnalda, Sinessa, to her loom house and place her in the cellars of the loom house. So that's, the first, that's the first step or the first thing to do on your quest. So you are, the others of you are told, basically, you know, Ronaldo is placed on a deer, a, a, a you know, a, 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 what do you call it? A um, not a platform, but like like a um, a dais. Not like a dais. It's like it's moving because you're going to carry her. Oh, uh, I'm going to say a stretcher, but that's not. <laughs> it, it's like that on a on a bier of wood, and 
the rest of you are told you must carry her and you must weep and, you know, be, you must be sad because Rinalda is dead. Beat your breasts for the loss. Beat your breasts, yeah, don't, yeah, no, no ripping out of hair or, you know, salises or anything like that, just, you know. <clears throat> Um, Argrath is given the magic of the clan in the staff. Um, within the context of the ceremony, all the clan initiates and priests sort of try to wish you good luck as best they can, um, because again, they can't really violate this ritual too much. But you know, they kind of wink and give you, you know, not knowing glances with the, that don't interrupt the letter and form of the ceremony. They say, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, be victorious. So, Senessa, you are wrapped up in funeral clothing. You are placed on the spear. The rest of you lift her up. Uh, actually, there's five of you. Probably only need four of you to carry her, and then one person can be the chief mourner. I don't know. <laughs> If anything, it's probably Argrath. So, so probably Findath, Calarios, Ulfred, and Stargandi are the ones carrying her. Yep. And so Argrath has to be the kind of the, the, the weeping woman, so to speak. He's a talker, not a fighter. Yeah, now he's the weeper. <laughs> he's a weeper. Yeah, so now, he's a, now he's a weeper. A mourner, actually. Um, so you take her up. Point so that's the way to earn all the loom house. Of course, you know if you were in the real back in the real world, you would say, well, that's just over towards the field. But no, you can see in the distance magically that there is earn all the loom house. <coughs> so I assume you all carry her. Okay. At a, at some point, you cross a some kind of threshold because you can't really. It's not like there's a doorway or anything. But at, you know, at one at one step, you're in the ceremonial. Uh, in the ceremony, back on Earth. And the next step, you are in somewhere else. The sky is now no longer bright. It's now kind of dark. It's not black. It's not night black, but it's close. It's like it's like a very, very deep twilight. <coughs> the ground beneath you is now just rock and dirt. There's nothing growing at all. And... When you kind of, you know, you're sort of checking on Sinessa and, you know, you're probably trying to not breathe as much as possible. You know, take those really shallow breaths. Um, because you're, you're supposed to be dead. I'm playing dead. You're playing dead. Um, now you are dead. You are, when, when, the, when the others of you, when the rest of you check on Sinessa, you know, how are you? Everything going okay? Um, she does not respond. She's, you know, she's lifeless. Oh, crap, the healer's dead. Healer's dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but you can see Arnold's blue house off in the distance. Huh? Yeah, we, we still keep carrying her. <laughs> we'll probably get out of this. Yeah, if she's dead, then the underworld is probably our best bet to you know, go, back and go find her again. Okay. You continue along the loom house. Again, it's kind of hard. The, the you know distance and your vision are a little bit different. I mean, it seems like you know you sh you, you kind of expect while well, you're walking and maybe you should be getting closer. You'd expect it to kind of be getting a little bigger. It kind of doesn't. It seems like you've been walking for a while, 
and you realize you really have no sense of time. You haven't, you could, you know, if you were to to ask among yourself, hey, how long have we been walking? You know, you'd, you'd all have wildly different mm. guesses. Some would say, oh, we've all, we only just got here. And one of you would say, well, no, it's been, it's been a long time. <clears throat> and you also notice that if you have been walking a long time, you're not hungry, you're not thirsty, your feet don't hurt, and you don't need to go to the bathroom. Hmm. Nice. It's useful. So, so much for the rations. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can eat them, but yeah, eating is like just a waste of time. Well, I'm, I'm just saying, you know, you can eat. You're, I mean, you're able to eat. You can swallow. Uh, I assume you're not going to try to see how much you can eat. <laughs> but it doesn't. You know, you can eat. You can drink, but you don't seem to need to go. <clears throat> you walk. Continue walking along, and at some point, you start. Noticing that there are, well, kind of creatures kind of along the path. Not along the side of the path. There, there is a path now. And kind of along the side of it, there are, you start to see creatures. They're like, you can't tell what they are. They like, but they, they all appear dead in some way. And you then start hearing a horn distance, and you start seeing, for lack of a better word, uh, a big horde of monsters heading towards you, and there is a very, very big wolf at the front of the pack, and riding on that wolf, there is a very, very big, well, not really a person, it's kind of like a dead person. He has... He's bloated, like, you know, like you've seen a corpse, you know, the drowned, you know, the, the gas fills, you know, the bacteria fills up and makes it look really ugly. He looks like that. He looks like he's dead. He's been dead a long time. He has dark black skin. His mouth, as he gets closer, you can, you know, again, distance is kind of funny, so even though he's kind of far away, you can still kind of see what he looks like, as though he were closer. Um, his mouth has fangs. And this very, very long tongue, which is blood red in color. So not just pink tongue, but a blood red tongue. He has got a garland of skulls and what look like bodies. So, I mean, this guy must really be big. If he's got like a necklace of bodies, he must be really big. Like a skeleton bones? Or no, like actual, 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 actual body. Corpses. Corpses. How is um, it uh, tied? Is it like... Uh, you can't tell. Uh, okay. Probably it's someone's guts. Okay. <laughs> he's got a... He's wearing a shroud, like a burial shroud. Again, kind of like what you'd expect in your cult. You know, what you'd... Ex- but it's not exactly like your, what your culture is. And the, the shroud is stained with blood. It's got blood spots here, you know. Here and there. You know, liberally coated with blood spots. And he has a pair of daggers, which look kind of weird. They're kind of like, um, they're kind of like half like a trident and half like a dagger. It's just like a multi-bladed dagger. Not like a Klingon dagger. This is actually like a, a, a true three-pronged, you know, three, almost not you know, almost like a fourth. The tines are all, the tines are all, long, no, not a side. The tines are all the same length. No, a side. S-A-I. S-A-I. Yeah. Japanese uh, <coughs> with a three. No, not a jite. You mean like the kind that the police would use? 
Um, that, I mean, that catches a sword, the sword yeah, catcher. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not a sword catcher. Oh. It's the, the all three tines are the same length. Okay. Sounds like or a big all three blades. <laughs> well, but it's da- but it's blades. Each tine is a blade of okay. the dagger, and it's kind of like a a triangular shape. So it's like a you could you could both slice with it because the vertex of the triangle has got a blade, but you could also do a really nasty stab wound because you've got three like a three you know three cornered dagger. Um, so he is at the head of this big army of of basically monsters. These are creatures out of out of all your all the stories you've been told about what monsters look like. These look like them. Do you have pictures? <laughs> no, I have a I have a really crappy picture. It's not a great picture at all. But yeah, it's not a, it's not a really great picture. He doesn't look as cool. He doesn't, yeah, he doesn't look as cool. Right? Yeah. <laughs> In, in, that sense, in that sense, your imagination is a better is a better guide. And uh, so he he he's riding. The other the monsters are walking, running, loping, galloping, whatever. They're coming from where we're going. What yes. Well, <laughs> what do some of the creatures look like? Uh, they are. They look like all the monsters that your stories have told you about. They're okay. they're like. They're like demon wolves. They're like you know, shimmers, you know, you know, head of a head of a lion. Well, not really a lion. Head of one body, head of one creature, body of another. Wings, beaks, you know, five heads. You know, every everything, everything your grandmother ever told you about bad monsters and what will happen in the evil areas. This Very is, sharp, nasty, pointy teeth. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, he identifies. He says he says he, he says that he is called Nontrea, the Taker and Waster. You know his name. Nontrea. Nontrea. N O N T R A Y A. Nontrea. Nontrea, the what? The Taker and Waster. He was imprisoned in the pit of Bacalda. Was he now? Well, that's what this thing says. So, well, is he still there? Or did he get out? Seems to be here. Is, is that where we are now? Yeah. <clears throat> well, you, you you don't know. Do you know where you are? Your GPS is not working. <laughs> <coughs> Do we see any mountain around us, Salonius? No. Like that? It's, it's, just, it's flat. gravel and dirt, dirt, rock, plains. Flat. Okay. Nontrea says to you, to you all. I demand Ernalda as my wife. Give her to me. Do we know whether the uh, the myth dealt with this particular scenario? know about Nontria? Uh, I heard one thing mentioned that he was supposedly in the pit of Vakalta. Right? Yeah, well, I mean, other than that, I mean, as a, I mean, as as an Orlando, Orlando, what do we know of growing up, knowing about Nontria? Well, you know that, he, that uh, you do know that she is not, Ronaldo is not supposed to be his wife. Yeah. She's supposed to be Orlando's wife. Yeah. What happens if we say no? 
can kill us <laughs> again. <laughs> you can point it's out that Arnaldo is looking pretty dead at the moment. <laughs> you're you're sort of out of luck, but he's he's also sort of dead. Well, but he's a lot more lively about it. <laughs> can we tell him to go home? <laughs> go home. <laughs> what to do. I mean, there's not much information we have about him. I think we should just point out that, look, you've got Arnaldo's body, but she's dead. We are taking her to, uh, to her burial site. Okay, is that what you're going to tell her? I mean, yeah. Should I talk right now? Hmm? Probably not. No, you, you, no, you are, you are, at this, at this point, okay. you are dead. Okay. Arnaldo is dead. So, uh, so what do you tell him? You just t- you tell him. No. Yeah. Yeah, that we uh, we're burying Arnaldo, and you're okay, kind of out of luck. We're yeah. She, you basically say, yeah, you're taking. She's dead. Yeah. You're taking. You're taking her to be buried. Yes. Okay. He seems very disturbed by this, <clears throat> and he he gets off his wolf. He ignores the rest of you. Well, as much as he can. I mean, he strides over to Arnaldo's corpse, and he grabs the shroud, and he pulls the shroud away to see if she is really dead. So now, Sanessa, you must awaken your underworld self. You must prove, in a sense, that you really are dead. Uh, well, actually, you need to prove that you are death-like, but not truly dead. You are only, you only, you're only mostly dead. <laughs> <laughs> So, what you need to do is, so, uh, which is your uh, divine rune affinity with Renault? I believe it's through uh, life is your best right. one, right? That's a one right. mastery? That's correct. Okay, against hard. Okay, so that's like six. Uh, okay, so we are going to have an extended contest to try to prove that, essentially to awaken your underworld self. So you are dead, but you're not really dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you one mastery, and I am at a four mastery, so they cancel out. That's one versus four. How many hero points do you have? Six. Okay. Remember, you can use one during this contest. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> and it goes to four, like the other ones have? Or five. Five. Yes. Uh, let's see. At this point, you do not have any... Yeah, I mean, you're essentially you're trying to be dead, so you can't really use any other abilities at this point. So let us roll. I can't use defend self. <laughs> no. pretending to be dead? No. Okay. I right, failed with a 17. A 14. 14, okay. That's enough. That's, okay, so failure versus failure. The 14's better. So that's one against Nontreya. Okay, so you're acting dead. Okay. He's, he's, he's examining you. I succeed with a 3. A 14? Okay, so that would normally be two points against you, unless you want to. Uh, actually, I still have a three, so you. So even if you beat him a success, it would still be one point against you. So okay. it may not be useful to spend a point at this point. Okay. Okay. So that's two. So again, he's examining you very closely. He says that. Wait a minute. That. Well, he's not really being quite this flip about it. So she's, she's moving. I can see her moving. I failed a nineteen. <laughs> Liver temperature is a little high. <laughs> Failed a six. A six. Okay, so that's another point. So again, you're trying to be you're trying to be very, very dead. 
failed a nine. Uh, seven. Seven. Uh, that's one. Okay. Okay. Fail with a six. Ten. Uh, okay, that would be one point against you. So you're you have two against you at the moment. Uh, you have three against him at this point. So you would go to it would go to three and three. Should I use my point now? Uh, if you want to succeed, uh, if wait. you succeed, that would be a success versus failure. Actually, that would then put end the contest if you spend a hero point. Okay. Woo-hoo! Okay. Anyone else hear like the Cleon uh, battle theme running through their head during that? <laughs> I just imagine a really comical scene where, like, okay. as as best as best you can tell, he actually does appear to be somewhat sad or at least disappointed, and he kind of says, "She truly is dead," and he leaves, and all his whole, his whole army leaves with him. We mourn a lot. Good idea. <laughs> and I think this is probably a good place to end. So, until next time.